Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to Lending a Hand. Really excited to uh, have on one of my guests today, uh, former Arkansas Razorback basketball player, um, now with the Memphis Tigers, Mardrakis Wade. Hey, man, how's it going? Man, it's going good. Thanks for having me on, big time. Absolutely, man. I've been waiting for this for a minute. And uh, <laughs> you know, I had to rep the Arkansas gear. I see you repping the Tiger gear. Yeah, you know, but you know, still hog blood running through my veins. So always, always number one. Always number Absolutely, one. man. What you up to lately? Where, what are you doing right now with life? You graduated about what, uh, 2014? Yep, 2014. Uh, right now, obviously, uh, on staff with the Tigers. But lately, man, just been staying active, trying to a little bit. You know, um, a lot of home workouts, been reading a lot. Um, I started a thousand piece puzzle about two weeks ago. Still struggling <laughs> with that, but uh, getting better. And uh, just kind of, just kind of, just kind of keep my mind fresh. Just you know, just trying to learn new, different things every day. And uh, watch a lot of game film. Watch a film of our guys and just different teams. Try to learn different philosophies and things like that. Yeah, man, it's it's a good time to do that with everything going on with COVID and all that stuff. It just seems like it's the perfect time to learn new skills and hone in on the, the old skills. You know. No question. Better. Yeah, you're. Yep. And I have a, I have a good feeling that uh, this is going to be a really good conversation because being a basketball player, you're all about growth. And right. I played for about 20 years. I didn't get a chance to play college ball. Unfortunately, I wasn't that good. A little height challenge. I'm only five ten, but I got a lot of good <laughs> questions right. to ask you, man. And people that are on Facebook Live here, be, feel free to ask Mardrakis some questions, and I will relay them over. And we'll have this uh, stream on YouTube, Spotify, Apple tomorrow. Um, Again, appreciate it, but okay, let's just talk about your journey, man. Uh, just, you know, start from the beginning. Give us your journey through Arkansas, growing up in Memphis, and what you're doing now. Um, well, obviously, um, born and raised here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, had the opportunity to play for a legendary coach who's also my uncle, um, Coach Jerry Johnson, who uh, coached me at Mitchell High School for three seasons. And I uh, had an unbelievable run as a freshman. Um, went to state my freshman year. The state run-up lost. Uh, went back to state my sophomore year, lost again in state, state run up two years in a row. So that kind of crushed me, kind of hurt. So I was eager and hungry to get back my junior year. Um, didn't make it to state junior year, but um, I decided uh, going to my senior season, I was going to uh, go to prep school because I felt like I needed to mature more. I needed to kind of um, build my skill level a little bit more. And so I decided to go to Hargrave Military Academy where uh, Kevin Keats, was my head coach, who's now the head coach at North Carolina State, and um, had the opportunity to play with unbelievable players there. I think we had uh, 11 guys on that team. I think 10 of us signed D1, and uh, they all went to uh, major D1s. And then after that, I committed to the University of Arkansas, where, where I played my first year with uh, John Pelfrey, who was an unbelievable coach, unbelievable person. Uh, and then uh, I had Mike Anderson for my last three years and had an unbelievable um, – Unbelievable on uh, three seasons with him and also had an opportunity to play with some great players as well. So um, my experience at Arkansas was just unbelievable. And I tell people all the time, some of my memorable moments was also was being in, obviously in a Razorback jersey, but just outside of that, just the community, the people, the fans, just everything. Like I enjoy, I enjoy yeah. putting that jersey on, playing in front of 18,000 at home in Bud Walton Arena. I mean, that thing was amazing. I mean, Rocking, baby. Yeah rock i mean i wouldn't change it for the world so man i just had an unbelievable career and uh, i think i really 
and I graduated. So that was the main thing. Uh, not too many people in my family graduated from college. So that was really big for me to graduate. And so uh, it was unbelievable experience. Man. man, I know I'm former Razorback alum myself and uh, took me a little bit longer. I went eight years, but man, enjoyed some of those four years that you're playing. Just some really memorable years. A lot of good players that you got to learn from. I know you eventually we were just talking and uh, you went to the NBA G League, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. How was that experience? Uh, it was an unbelievable experience. I had a, I had an unbelievable, uh, unbelievable run there. I had a great coaching, had an opportunity to play with great players. Um, yep. Andrew Harrison from Kentucky, uh, that was my right-hand guy. Um, point guard. Yeah, point guard. And so, actually, even though I was older than him, I learned so much from him. He was so much mature um, for us, just off the court-wise, and just also when it came to just preparing for games. Like, he was, like, really locked in and, just had then also had a chance to play with uh, DJ Stephens, who freaking jumped out of gym as like a 46 <laughs> invert. Like, and I had a great run, had great coaching staff. You know, I had um, Bob Dunwall Jr., who coached in China, who won in China, and then his dad, who also coached here uh, in America in in a profession in the NBA. So I had some good runs in the G League and had some opportunity to play with some great guys who really influenced me and helped me uh, throughout that process. Yeah, a lot of those guys went pro, too. I know both the Harrison brothers went pro, right? Yes. Yes, I did. They sure did, yep. Yeah. They did. Man, I got to ask you, how, how much you missing sports right now? Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I might go ball. Like, if, I, if I scratch my head one more time, I, I don't know. I might be going ball, man. I'm so eager. I'm so ready. But at the same time, I understand what's going on with the world right now. And so I do want to be um, – I want everyone to be safe. And so I don't want to rush anything until we kind of can – get this thing down, but man, I am ready for some sports, plus for some um, college basketball. I just think it's just so pure. And uh, I just love the process of it, the, the grind, the early mornings, the late nights in the gym. Like I just missed the whole process, you know, especially, and then especially we didn't get to have a tournament this year. So I'm really all balled up in the head. Like, man, like we had a season where it did not finish. And so you know how, like anyone else, Imagine like, it. every time yeah, every time you start something, you want to finish it. So it was kind of like the thing where you grind it all season long, all year long, and then you didn't finish it. So it just doesn't sit right. It doesn't feel right. But it doesn't. hopefully, man, it, it does not feel right at all. But hopefully um, things start to um, come down. We, we, we find a cure or whatever the, whatever the uh, case may be or something that can um, help us or have the right measurements to, or how we're going to, maybe operate this season dealing with COVID-19, but man, I'm just ready, man. And now you've seen now that um, a lot of, I think it's the fall sports, mostly football that like the big 10, the PAC 12, they've uh, only, they went to conference only. Conferences. Yep. Uh-huh. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if the SEC does that, to see if the basketball teams do that. I hope they don't because, but if they do, man, SEC is going to be tough this year, especially with the Ooh. hogs. We, we got a top five recruiting class this year, man. Man, it's, it's going to be tough, man. And I was just – I don't think about that, but I was thinking about teams like Notre Dame. They don't have a conference. So. Yeah, what do they do? <laughs> yeah, what do those guys we'll Bring do? them over to the SEC, so, baby. Oh, well, come on. I mean, hey, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I promise I, I would love to see it. But, um, but yeah, it, it's it's going to be very interesting, man. I'm like, they're still up in the works. I know they're going to try to do their best to um, best accommodate the athletes and make sure they're safe and that – um, that the fans also get what they want as well. Make sure we get great entertainment. But the, the first thing is make sure everyone's safe and that we can do it uh, the right way. So, but man, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be wicked. I mean, what do you what's your thoughts on it? 
Man, I, I honestly, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the NBA bubble starting July tw- uh, 30th in Orlando. Right. Yep. 22 teams, you know all about it. But it'll be inter- I think that's going to be kind of uh, the starting point, see what happens, see how many yep. cases come about with, with the guys playing. Like, they're taking a lot of precautions. I hear that they right. spent $150 million on, you know, everything from new decks of cards to ping pong tables to social distancing rings. Like, the NBA lost $150 million on that. But that's the NBA. They can – Yeah, exactly. They can, they can, yeah, that, that, that's a little chump change. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll see when that happens. I mean, I'm super excited to see, you know, I think LeBron's going to personally take it home. I'm going to go ahead and say that now, but that's really not like a, not going against anybody. I mean, I think I pick him every year, right? Hey, hey, that's a great choice. Cause I was, I was going with them too. I'm a, I'm a diehard Laker fan. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Kobe being Brian. That was my favorite player growing up. So I've always been a Laker fan. So I'm riding with the Lakers no matter what. And not just that, but, Come on, you got LeBron and KD on your team. Come on. Yeah, hey, they got Jr. now too. <laughs> Jr. Oh my God. I mean, you, I mean, you can. And I mean, I mean, uh, not KD, but I mean Anthony Davis. I mean, you got Anthony Davis. Come on now. Uh, yeah. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, then Jr. Come on, man. Two you top can, five players make, in the league on one team. I mean, it's hard to beat that. Hey, I mean, you, you can make something happen with that right there. Yeah. You can make something definitely happen with that. Yeah, man. So, hey, I got, a, I got a couple more questions about some Razorback sports because I'm a diehard Razorback fan, have been my whole life. Like, I didn't even tour other colleges when I went to college. I just knew I was going to Arkansas, <laughs> which was weird, but probably not a good decision. But, like, I loved it, the atmosphere there. And you played no with question. some cool people. Bobby Portis, who, you know, he's in the league mm-hmm. now. Right, um, yeah. I always remember that game where I always thought Michael Qualls, man, he had such athleticism. And I, I didn't know him on a personal level, but – that game against Kentucky where he had that putback dunk, I was just watching yes. a highlight before we got on this call, and I was like, I still oh, get pumped man. over that. Man, I get chills. That that game is by far the most memorable game I've ever played in. Really? Just a simple fact that I've never seen that done before. I've never seen – you know, you've seen people make shots for the game winner. You, you've seen people make unbelievable moves. You've seen people maybe have a tip putback or, you know, a corner three. Like, yeah. you see all those type of – game-winning shots, but I've never in my life seen a dunk tip game winner, and that blew my mind. At first, I was about to kill Kyle Madden because we were down one, and he takes a step back three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the first thing. He even and turned he, around, and he was like, damn, yeah. I missed it. But he turned back yes. around real quick. Yeah, if, you look, if you go back and watch that, he shot that, and I kind of looked like, what is he doing? And – I'm I'm glad Mike had the basketball IQ and he's he was a pit bull to that rim. He he was always he's a great offensive rebounder. He was just a great rebounder, period. Yeah. But to have that instinct to go crash the board during that time was amazing. It was perfect timing. You couldn't have drew it up any better than that. And Never for him to do that. Life. And because even the Kentucky players, they like Kai shot that. No one went to box out. They just kind of looked up, they just like looked at the ball. And no one mm-hmm. went to go box out Mike Walsh. And that's the person you need to box out. I mean, that guy lit. <laughs> right I've at seen, that moment, yeah. I've seen Mike Qualls walking to the gym. He's been walking to campus all day, going to class. And he has some freaking Timberland boots on and a backpack. And he freaking windmill burnt dunked one day. I was like, yo, like, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like some stuff you just can't teach. Nah, like, this guy went, this, right there. I was like, yo, that's crazy. I was like, that's And crazy. the fact that it was against Kentucky. 
I mean, Kentucky, that, being an Arkansas win. fan, oh, man. They, and people forget they had, uh, what, Julius Randle, Alex Poitras. Yes. Um, who else yes. went pro from that team? Several people. I mean, and then they had, yep, they had the twins, uh, Andrew, Andrew. They had, Aaron. uh, uh-huh. they had Willie Colley Stein. Willie Colley, yeah, still in the league. So I mean, yes. So I mean, that team was loaded like a Man. freaking baked potato. I mean, that thing was loaded. That that was a, a great moment in Arkansas history. That'll go down in oh history. Oh my god! Man. And I, I know yes. you're right in the middle, hugging Bobby. You're like, oh man, <laughs> yes. Ah. I was so I was so I was so excited for us, man. That was a big. I was, I was excited for the team, but I was excited for uh, Mike as well. That 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 dunk was unbelievable, man. I yeah. mean, well, they like they say, like they call him Mister Top Ten. He had a few of them, man. I see yes, you watching some highlights there in the background. You you taking notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> right now, right now, I'm at my uh, closest buddy uh, restaurant, uh, Mike Miller. He has a restaurant here called Let yeah. It Fly, and so um, yeah, so Mike Miller, uh, former Heat player, champion, former right? Heat. Yes, yes, yeah. correct. And so he has a um, Sports bar, which also has a full swing um, golf simulator in here, so that so that's where I'm at right now. I'm in the golf simulator room. And, oh, that's cool. You know, we come in cool. here all the time and hang out and we kick it. So man, it's a great place. So if you're ever in Memphis, make sure y'all stop by. Let it fly. Absolutely, man. I I love Memphis. Great city. Great city. Bill Street's no, a lot of fun. On, a lot of fun. <laughs> we got some good barbecue down here. I'm actually going to Fayetteville. Uh, yeah, best bar, one of the best barbecue in the world. But uh, I'm actually no going question. to Fayetteville later this week. I turned 30 on Thursday, so I'm gonna go up there okay, hang out. Okay. Yeah, you know I'm gonna stay safe, but I'm gonna happy go. early birthday. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Turning 30, I'm excited. We'll see where it takes me. But uh, you know, I got I got a couple more questions, and then I want to get into some you know some serious stuff. Also, I just love basketball, so I got to ask you some stuff. Like you know, playing sports. Obviously, for me, it changed my life, impacted me. But, like, how did going from not only being a, a really good high school basketball player, but going and transitioning to college and eventually the G League semi-pro um, and even going to what Germany you said, right? How did that prepare you for life, man, and what you're doing now with life? Um, I think it built everything. It built, it built character, um, how I act, how I treat people, um, just team-oriented. I understand that. Um, it takes more than one person to get something done. Just, you know, just that, that togetherness, that camaraderie, uh, just being around different players, different people from different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different religions, race. Like, it all comes together and also plays a big role for me. And so that helped me growing up as a kid to be able to travel and go different places and experience those things because down the line, down the line, I had already been through it. So I was more prepared or better prepared for it because that's something I've always done and I've always been around. And so it doesn't take me, it doesn't take me much for me to go to this place or this place or talk to this person or that person. I don't look at that. I'm, I'm all, I'm all about character, how you treat um, yourself, how you treat others, um, just being respectful and um, just being loving and caring and kind. And so that's what we, uh, that's what we need in the world right now. But I think that's the, those are the key key essential things you need just throughout life. And um, the more you do that, the better you'll be. Firmly agree, man. We, we need more of that. And uh, that's a great transition because yeah. I mentioned that I want to talk a little bit about Black Lives Matter and, you know, what we can do to help not only you, but me as a white male. And uh, I think, you know, that's a great transition because and it's a great point. Like growing up playing basketball, even high school basketball for me, mm-hmm. traveling and being around different yes. ethnicities, being around different groups of people. Um, right. 
such a huge impact on my life. Like, and I don't know, maybe I kind of feel, and this is my opinion, of course, but I kind of feel that that may be a problem that a lot of Americans that are for some reason having a hard time accepting this or dealing with this because they haven't traveled. They haven't been around enough people, uh, around right. different people, whether people. that's black people, whether that's Hispanic people, whether that's Asian people, whatever. Like, correct. Yes. yes. I just firmly I believe because when you're only around one, one race, so to speak, um, you can really become biased, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And so yeah. being, a, so when you're around different people you, you get to learn, you get to you get to know them for who they are and, and you know, and for what they've been through and learn to trust and to be, and be okay if, you know, they didn't grow up like you, or you know what, we don't, we don't necessarily agree on everything, but I respect you enough to understand that. And we can come to a mutual agreement. I mean, that is huge. That is big. Yeah. Especially with the the reality that we live in with social media and Google. I, I, I always talk about this, like, you can find validation for whatever you want to find it. Whether you're like mm-hmm. a white supremacist, you can actually find validation <laughs> for that. Or, yeah. you know, whether you're like, I believe I'm on the right side of history, whether you're understanding of all races and everybody's equal, you can definitely yeah. find validation for that too. But that's kind of the troublesome like society that we live in, man. And it, it worries me going forward as we're all, you know, we're doing a zoom call right now. A lot of people are working from home, not in the gym. Mm-hmm not traveling as much like so it kind of I don't want to I hope people aren't as close-minded right moving forward you know what I mean right yeah and so that is big you know you, you can't be close-minded you gotta be open-minded to things and just be accepting to some things you know you know something you might not always gonna understand but you can, can learn and to you know just understand that hey I don't know too much about that or I don't know much about that and it's okay so it's up to you you want to learn learn about it, open up to it and accept it, or you can be closed off to it. So I think just in America period, we just have to be a little bit more open-minded, a little bit more respectful and a little bit just more understanding to different people's situation, background and things like that. So um, I feel like we're working in the right direction. I think we still got to do a little bit more than we have done, but I think we will eventually get there. And especially now, since we got so much going on as of right now, you know, I think we'll eventually get there as well. Uh, we ha- we got a lot of work to do, um, but it, it's 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 all it's so ironic that all this is happening in 2020. From Shit. like this this started for me on January 26th when Kobe Bryant died. Before right. it yeah. started, before Black Lives Matter really took off, this uh, I don't know. It's just been an iconic year, and so I'm very hopeful that this year will kind of catapult us to something better. Yes. But, and hey, I, I got a selfish question as as a white man, because I know we've got all kinds of people. We've got several thousand people that listen to the show. But as a white man, um, what can I do to to better uh, help my black brothers and sisters? Um, man, just continue to do what you do. Continue to stand up, be a force, use your platform to you know help better our communities, uh, speak up. And we also, and we will continue to do the same thing as well. Just stand up into, in those gaps where we can't reach and reach those people that we can't talk to, but just continue to be on the front line with us, helping us communicating or whether that's voting, any little thing that it helps. And so if we all can continue to help each other and continue to motivate, make sure we put that positive energy, send the right things, education, all those things that we can come together 
that big one, it. that last one, education. So, education. so that's so important. We can come together and figure out a way where we can better help educate um, our communities and better educate them on like forests, the laws and different things they can do. You know, I mean, it, it all helps and, and especially in the school systems, all those things play a key part into our upbringing, um, things we've been through and just being a force for hey, I'm with you. I seen that. I'm with you. I'm standing right here with you. You're a brother to me. I'm a stand with you, no matter black, white, no matter where. Like I'm, I'm standing here for you. I'm standing in the gap, and I want to see us all do better. And I think we will. Right now, we're on the subject of the black community, and we will continue to do what is necessary. I want us to continue to do what is right. I don't want to do what anything that's how to do anything violent, but I want us to continue to be positive, protest the right way, speak up. Things that um, for things that we want to see changed, and I think we will. I honestly think that I think this is the time. I think we're doing the right way, but I think we still can do it even better. And like I said, we can continue to get the right people that can help us, that can stand in those gaps, people that can help us. There are the legislative people that are in the government, people that, that are in the court system that where a lot of black people are not at, they can speak up and help. That's even more, even better. Yeah, I mean. Education is so important. Change is oh, hard and change is change uncomfortable, it. but mm-hmm. change, uncomfortability will make you stronger. And yeah. I believe that we're on the right side of history, man. I know there's a lot of people that don't necessarily believe what we're talking about. I believe we're on the right side of history. Empathy, compassion for every human being. That's what we need, man. Yes. yes I'm glad totally you said agree. that. That's, and I know you don't have much longer, man. Uh, we'll have to get you on some, some other time. But, you know, before right. you leave, like, where can people find you at? And, like, any closing thoughts that you want to just leave people with? Because I know you're up there in Memphis. You're hustling, getting your <laughs> master's degree, right? Yep, yep. Uh, cool. Last year, this is my last year of my master's degree, getting in um, uh, sports commerce. But, um, yeah, if anyone want to reach me, you can always reach me on Facebook at uh, my Drake's Wade. And then same thing at Twitter, uh, my Drake's Wade. Uh, the, my handle is uh, Wade No Dwayne. And then if you want to <laughs> leave me, uh, uh, hit me up on uh, Instagram at my Drake's W. And I'm on there all the time. Probably if you really want to reach me, probably Instagram is the fastest. But, uh, but yeah, but right now I just hope everyone just stands safe, stand out the way, being positive. And, you know, just being prayerful because we definitely need that, especially during the time, being prayerful and just be thankful for the things we have. I know sometimes we get uh, complacent and we get ungrateful. But, hey, if you up today, if you listen to this message, you're blessed. You're, it was up today. God woke up this morning. So continue to be positive, continue to live right, do right by people and continue to stay positive. And uh, that's about it, man. I'm glad I, could, I was on the show. Glad, glad for having me. I'm glad to be here. Hey man, that that's a, an absolute amazing message, and uh, this won't be the last time we talk. I, I consider no. us friends now. I, I didn't yes, know sir. you were this deep, man. I, I hadn't <laughs> talked to you a lot. When you talk to somebody on Facebook through the keyboard, it's a little different. But right, man, right, uh, yeah. I like I like your energy, man. So we'll we'll talk very soon. And if there, there's anything I can do to help out, um, obviously let me know, man. Because we're friends we're, now. Hey, Seriously, yeah, we uh, we finished. Hey, we we gonna we gonna we gonna make it happen. Make it happen. Stop by Memphis come sometimes, man. Come on by. We'll do. I'll check out Mike Miller's new place. That sounds pretty come cool. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come through, <laughs> let it fly. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, really. Man, hey, I appreciate you. Thank you so much, man. God bless you. If you need anything, let me know, big dog. Will do. Take it easy and uh, much love, brother. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.